This is episode 94 of the Christian Travelers Network. Today we'll be talking about embracing uncertainty with AJ Medley. Welcome to the Christian Travelers Network, where travel stories, community, and scripture combine. Hey, Christian Travelers, I'm so glad to be talking with you today because AJ Medley is going to be talking about some of the uncertainties that we face, but how God is still uh, by our side through all of it. But before we dive into that, I want to once again point you to our website, christiantravelers.net. There you'll find other faith and travel resources, podcasts, and our new Ultimate Travel Kit to go along with your 2021 and beyond travel adventures. But without further ado, AJ Medley is an avid traveler, pre-corona days, and has been to six continents. She loves to explore different cultures, food, and the outdoors. In her downtime with her marketing profession, she enjoys blending her passions for sharing God's love and travel in her blog, Wandering with God. Hey, AJ, how's it going? It's going well. How about you? I am doing really well. Uh, Solid start to the week. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Yes. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your travel experiences. Yes. So I was born and raised in the greater Washington, D.C. area. And if you had told me as a little girl that I'd be traveling throughout the world, I probably would have looked at you crazy, (laughs) not knowing what you're doing. Growing up, we didn't necessarily have the resources to do such traveling. But my first official experience is during my junior year in my college um, at Marymount University. And that first experience was my semester abroad in Paris. Um, And that experience really just opened my mind and love for travel. Like I got the perpetual travel bug. (laughs) Um, And so having the opportunity to travel throughout Europe um, and just, again, developing that passion for seeing different cultures and just, you know, having new experiences actually propelled me to pursue um, a degree in international business. So I did get a graduate degree. And during my studies, I had the opportunity to study abroad in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. And so that was yet another way to, for me to launch um, into traveling into that area of the world. And I mean, just having those experiences along with my own leisure travel, now that I'm an adult, I have my own resources. (laughs) Um, It has been an amazing experience. Now, I'm not going to say it's been an easy experience. Uh, I've had some ups and downs during my travel, but God has truly blessed and I consider it a privilege to do it. That's wonderful. And you have been to six different continents. How have you managed that? I feel like most people kind of travel one area. What led you to so many places? Well, like I said, um, between my study abroad experiences in graduate school and also during undergrad, that actually was helpful because those were such central locations we're able to go 
different places. Now, it was a stretch. Um, while I was in Kuala Lumpur, I really wanted to go to Australia. But my friend was like, well, if you're going to go to Australia, you might as well push to go to New Zealand. Um, so I did. So that's how I got to that corner of the world. <laughs> um, and then, you know, it pays to have a good traveling buddy, that same one um, who recommended going to New Zealand. Um, she was going to um, South America. And I was like, oh, you know what? I think I will tag along with you to go to Machu Picchu. And I've always wanted to see that. So um, it's between school and then, you know, just some trips with, you know, a good travel buddy. That's been the way for me to travel to those parts of the world. That's really awesome. And having a travel buddy like that, Mm -hmm. I don't know, that really enhances a trip and makes it so much more fun to adventure. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. In the midst of your travels, you've experienced some uncertainty. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yes. So actually, I just want to make the note that even though I've done all this travel, my very first fear really is flying. I hate flying. <laughs> I The biggest fear out of that is turbulence and just, you know, if there's any altitude change or sudden changes, oh my goodness, that, that is actually a big fear for me um, mm. because I just, I just hate that sudden movement. Um, so that's actually on the surface level. But other things um, that I have experienced during my travels, um, one of my trips to Africa, I've been there four times, um, one of those trips, I fell ill um, very unexpectedly. I thought it was just a travel bug. Um, you know, it would you know, clear up in a matter of days. Well, it didn't. <laughs> I actually um, had to have emergency surgery. Um, oh. Yes, while I was there. And um, that was really a, a humbling experience, um, a shocking experience. Um, there were times where I felt like, okay, Lord, where are you? You know, <laughs> you're mm -hmm. supposed to be on my side. And what's going on? How come, you know, it doesn't seem like I'm getting better? And um, it was it was hard. I will say it was hard. I, I, my faith was definitely in question during that time. Yeah. I guess when I think of surgery in another country, it just seems very intimidating to me because I don't know what their standards are. Was that some of the concerns you had or not really? No, because where I was, I was, yeah, their medical system was fine. I, you know, superb. So I wasn't concerned about that. It was just, this is around the holidays. It was supposed to be just a two week trip, um, turned into six weeks. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, yes. So, um, yeah, it, like I said, there was a lot of hopeless nights where I'm just like, Lord, I want to go home. You know, there was a time where they, my doctors weren't going to even tell me a date in terms of when they expect me to recover because of just so many relapses in the process. Um, so yeah, it was, it was really, really hard, very hard. What kind of got you through this lonely season? Like, it's so hard to miss family on the holidays, but as you were saying, you were questioning God as to why you couldn't come home. Yeah, so I will say, by God's grace, there were multiple miracles during that time. Um, my parents were actually able to come over. and um, But one thing that he did teach me is that 
I don't know the full picture and my story is not my own. And I say that because, you know, oftentimes we just are not aware how intertwined our lives can be with other people. It could be complete strangers. It could be a friend or, you know, a family member. Um, But he told me, you know, this is not all about you. And um, I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) um, Yeah, you know, I'm just like, I'm just trying to get better, Lord. Why aren't, you know, what's going on? But he did show me, you know, how this experience impacted other people and also in a positive way, not just this negative way with me being sick. Um, So him giving me that perspective helped to shift um, my own perspective of, you know, being bitter and unhappy during that season. So that was helpful. And the fact that, you know, I still... I felt like he was patient with me because like I I was very honest of him saying, Lord, this is how I'm feeling. I'm upset with you. I don't understand what you're doing. And, you know, I want to park here and say, I think in whatever situation of uncertainty, I think God expects us to be honest with him. You know, oftentimes we want to put on this stoic um, voice of, oh, you know, God's got me. Oh, you know, it's going to work out, you know, everything for, you know, for my good, which is great. Don't get me wrong. But I think there is beauty in being raw and and authentic with God in your feelings. Um, And so every time like I went with him, there was no um, harshness in his tone with me when I felt like he was talking to me. It was just this gentle voice. Um, and in his explaining it, and again, he didn't show me the entire picture, but he was still gentle with me in that process. Um, so I think that helped me to show that, you know, we really have a patient God, (laughs) a very patient one. Um, but I would say him showing me how this, experience impacted other people's lives beyond my own um, was humbling. So I think that there is a lot of amazing things in there, especially the fact that you were willing to listen to God and learn to be patient and learn that this wasn't all focused on you. But I think that a lot of us sometimes um, aren't even sure how to understand what God is saying. Sometimes it just seems like these uncertain circumstances we experience don't have purpose, don't have meaning. Mm -hmm. Um, And we might, I don't know, sometimes we might not even get the answer uh, to why God is doing what he's doing. What do you say to people kind of feeling that way right now? Mm -hmm. You know, um, I've actually had multiple (laughs) experiences of just not understanding like why God is doing something, you know, on a personal level outside of travel. And you know what? I, I'm still learning myself. I don't want anyone to get me wrong. Like, God, this is still my personal journey and growing in him and and embracing uncertainty. Um, But I will say that it's okay not to know the full picture. Now, sometimes God will give us little pieces or little nuggets um, for us to keep putting one foot in front of the other. Um, but it's okay not to know everything. And yes, there is going to be questioning and there could be doubt. But in those time periods, I find that it's most most helpful to draw closer to him. Um, you know, I found that fasting, um, when time allows, um, is one way I can gain more clarity from him. Um, he's given me, you know, just more insight into, into some situations that I probably wouldn't have thought of on my own at all. 
So I think in those times, it's important to set um, set aside, you know, some quiet time with him and, you know, fast and praying when you can and draw closer to him um, and be patient and waiting to hear from him. You know, sometimes when I go in my quiet time, I'm like, okay, TikTok, where are you, God? Like, I don't hear you. <laughs> what, what's going on? You know, you know, this is my quiet time with you. But I think he wants to train us to wait on him. And if we, you know, automatically get every answer we want when we want it, then where does the trust come into play? You know, God's not like a vending machine. You know, yeah. I think there's a, a way that he trains us to grow in our trust and faith with him. Last night, I was actually listening to a, a little Dave Ramsey thing, and they were talking about the difference between training and trying. Um, oftentimes, when we have our New Year's resolutions or our, even our spiritual walk, we often say, oh, I'm going to try to do this. Well, that isn't like as committed as someone who is training because yeah, training, you mess up, you don't do everything right, but it's like this ongoing process mm -hmm. and our spiritual life is such a training ongoing lifelong process. Mm -hmm. Yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. Yeah. When it comes to travel and there's just oftentimes a lot of different uncertainties. The uncertainties if you'll make it somewhere on time, if the everything will come together. But oftentimes I've found that God is very present when I'm outside of my normal circumstances. Mm -hmm. Has that been something that you've experienced? You know, oftentimes when I do do solo travel, that's where a lot of uncertainty flares up outside of, you know, what happened to me mm -hmm. in that last trip. Um, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty, like, okay, you know, is, am I going to be safe? You know, who am I going to come in contact to? Are they going to be, you know, are they going to have any ill will towards me? Um, and during those times of uncertainty, I actually claim a lot of promises, especially on solo trips, because, you know, you just kind of, you have that anxiousness. <laughs> you want to be safe, but you also want to have fun at the same time um, and not get lost anywhere. Um, and so... Actually, it's so funny. One of my um, experiences, um, I think it was when I was in Peru, but I didn't have my travel buddy with me yet. And, you know, I didn't know where I was going to be going. I mean, I, there was a place I want to go, but I didn't know how to get there. And I was just kind of, you know, nervous because of my limited English. I mean, excuse me, not English, but limited Spanish. And um, I was like, I just prayed a simple prayer. I was like, Lord, please order my steps. And um, I turned the corner as soon as I uttered the, that prayer. When I turned the corner, um, a taxi came down the street and um, I needed to get to, you know, a certain place. And it was the most friendliest taxi driver <laughs> that I ever had met. And, you know, he ended up helping me to connect um, to other places in the community. Um, and so just simple things like that, I think, have been great. And then, you know, when it comes to uncertainty, um, when you think about your trips and you're planning your trips ahead of time, I actually like to pray like, Lord, you know, go before me or like I said, order my steps, you know, be with the people who I may come in contact with, you know, whether it be them blessing me or me blessing them. Um, but I think it starts even from the planning process you know, you were relinquishing control, like, Lord, I don't know what's going to happen, but these are the things I'm going to pray on, you know, please help me in that. And so I think that helps to 
settle some of my nerves um, in that regard. But I have definitely seen him show up and show out (laughs) during my travels by myself. So it's been great. Are you looking for a faith-based resource for your next travel adventure? Look no further than the Ultimate Travel Kit. This kit includes activities and supplies for large group, small group, and individual travel devotions. It is great for ages high school through retired adults, and it is very easy for leaders to incorporate around any travel itinerary. For more information, go to christiantravelers.net slash ultimate travel kit. Yes, and as you're relinquishing that control, uh, you're honestly embracing uncertainty and uh, the concept of embracing rather than running away from is such a foreign concept. Mm -hmm. Um, What is your thoughts on that? Um, It is foreign, (laughs) because, you know, just um, on a personal note, it's, you know, for me, my natural place of response when, I, when I'm confronted with uncertainty is like almost panic and worry mode. You know, mm-hmm. just last week I, I had um, an experience where, you know, I was waiting on something. It was, you know, something didn't happen when I thought it would. Panic mode, panic mode. But, you know, I thought it was so interesting for me to be able to go first to panic mode as opposed to like, no, you know, I'm going to stay calm <laughs> and, you know, I'm going to trust that God will bring this through at the point in time. Um, and so that got me thinking, like, I, I have to learn to give myself permission to let go. And yes, you know, you want to give it to God, but we, there's also a component component that we, we own and that's giving ourselves permission. Mm-hmm. And I'm slowly but surely learning that. Um, it's not easy <laughs> by any means, um, but I think the more that I practice that and also just recounting, um, how God has come through in uncertain, um, scenarios in the past, I think is helpful as well. Absolutely. Proclaiming, uh, things from scripture and also proclaiming what he's done in your personal life really helps to kind of relinquish that responsibility and, and remind you that God is by your side through all of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What would be another topic related to uncertainty that you would like to address? Well, um, you know, especially for those who are starting out, um, you know, with their international trips or, you know, whether it be domestic, um, I think it's important to note that, you know, you should have some type of measure of flexibility and adaptability. Um, I think that's one thing that has really contributed in me getting more out of my experiences when I'm traveling. Um, You know, for me, I'm a person who loves to have itineraries, have plans, have a budget. You know, like I like to see (laughs) a spreadsheet. Um, But more and more um, through my travels, I'm learning like, you know, you just need to have flexibility, Um, not just from you know, a schedule standpoint, but even from the mindset of, you know, when you're interacting with people from different cultures um, and and understanding their customs. And I think it's also a way to be respectful of people's um, customs when you're, when you're traveling to different countries, because you're taking that flexibility and open-mindedness together. You know, you want to be able to 
dive deep in learning and experiencing, you know, what that country has to offer. So I think flexibility and adaptability is a big thing when it comes to travel. Um, And I think it's important to also have a humble um, mindset. And um, I come to that point from the fact that, you know, oftentimes we want to come from, you know, knowing what we do in our customs from America, <laughs> you know, that's how we do things. Um, but no, you know, I think it's good to, to have some type of humility uh, with traveling. Um, and, you know, yes, there may be times where you need to assert yourself, depending on, you know, what the scenario is. But I think it's also good to have some measure of humility. It's so tempting to believe that our culture or our customs are the one right way to do things, but God has created so much diversity in so many different cultures across the planet, and not any one is particularly right or wrong. They're just different and reflects the creativity of the creator. So going into a different community and being able to embrace that and be open to that um, really reflects well on your home country, but also honors them as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, absolutely. Well, AJ, one of the questions I always love to ask our guests is, what has been the biggest God moment in all of your travels? Well, um, I would say the biggest God moment, I think it's going back to that experience um, that I had, you know, with all those multiple surgeries um, that I experienced. Um, God showed up because when I just think about how everything came together, um, you know, I was traveling up until the point that I got sick solo. Um, But by the time I did fall ill, um, I was with friends. Um, So that was helpful because I can't even imagine um, (laughs) going through what I did, you know, being by myself. Um, I think it would have been really hard. So, you know, even though I I did not want to go through that experience, I think God's grace just, you know, enabling me to be around friends and actually having my parents um, to come over was extremely, extremely helpful. Um, and, you know, just the way God connected us with other people while we were there, we really were able to grow a spiritual family while we were there. Um, and that was, it was helpful. (laughs) And I would say, um, just comforting because, you know, when you're sick, you sometimes you feel like you're alone or again, you just don't understand why things are happening the way they are. Um, but when you have that community around you, um, it's important. And I, I think I kind of want to go back <laughs> to one of the, the other questions that you asked, like in terms of what to consider when traveling. Uh, you know, um, I would say for me, I normally don't like to go to church while I'm traveling. <laughs> That's bad to say. But, you know, you want to you know, make, make the most of your time and sightseeing. But um, in all the places that I've been, um, especially during my travel abroad um, experiences, um, I actually went to church and became a part of the, the church community there. And when I say it's just so helpful and, you know, being um, involved or immersed in the culture there, I would say that's one thing. So for anyone who may consider, you know, having an an extended stay while you're in any part of the world, if you can get involved um, in a church community, I think it's so helpful because, you know, you get some guidance, you get new friends and, you know, it helps you to become grounded in that area. 
Definitely. It helps with that connectivity and it already gives you uh, something to connect over where sometimes it can be hard to find that connecting point. Absolutely. Yes. Well, AJ, we've really enjoyed having you on the podcast. What are some ways that our listeners can connect with you outside of today's episode? Yes, so they can check out the blog, Wandering with God. That's at www.wanderingwgod.com. And I am also on Instagram at wanderingwgod. Awesome. We will make sure to have links to that in the description below, and we encourage you to go connect with AJ there. Um, AJ, we've really enjoyed having you and learning about some of your experiences embracing uncertainty, and we hope that our listeners have enjoyed it as well. Well, Christian Travelers, I'm so glad that you were able to tune in today and listen to AJ's story and how she has embraced some of those uncertainties with God by her side, and we hope that this encourages you to Uh, embrace the uncertainty and the flexibility of travel to also recognize that God is with you no matter where you go. But until next time, safe travels and God bless.